You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. Beck QL Daily presented as always by Fan Sportsbook. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on this Wednesday morning as we look forward to week 11 in the NFL. And we've got a big one on Sunday, one that has significant playoff implications. We don't always, um, you know, preview, you know, you know, individual games with a guest or one team. But but there's one in the NFC that's interesting right now. And the entire NFC playoff picture is just so wide open at the bottom. So we thought, let's bring in, uh, let's bring in Dave Zangaro, NBC Sports Philadelphia. He's joining us on the Roman guest line. Talk about a four and six Eagles team that is suddenly quite interesting. Dave, welcome to the show. And we just heard the clip there as you, as you came on and we came back with Hurts to Devontae Smith, the first touchdown on Sunday. What do you see right now, Dave, out of Jalen Hurts, the Eagles' young quarterback who uh, looks like he's he's taken a leap the last few weeks? Yeah, hey guys, thanks for having me. Uh, that last, you know, that last game, the first half in particular, he didn't really have to throw much in the second half. That's the best I've ever seen him play. Um, if he can play like that down the stretch, then all of a sudden, yeah, the Eagles have it all in front of them. They have a chance here to go on a run against some teams that are very beatable here. So, yeah, it's very interesting right now. He, he was fun to watch on Sunday. Aaron Foxworth here. So nice to meet you. Um, I was thinking um, in terms of this Saints-Eagles game, maybe putting the Saints in a teaser. So um, I would tease them up. I'm curious to, you know, see what your thoughts are and if you had any plays on this game. Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting game. Um, what we've seen from the Eagles this year is they've really handled the the lesser quarterbacks they face. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is the best quarterback they've beaten this year. So you're looking at this game, and you know Trevor Simeon is a very beatable quarterback. Um, Jonathan Gannon, the Eagles defensive coordinator, has had a really good plan against Leicester quarterbacks this year. So uh, for that reason, I think the Eagles are definitely going to be in this game. Uh, I don't expect it to be a high-scoring game. I don't think either offense has the firepower to to put up a ton of points against what are, are two pretty good defenses. The Saints obviously have a very good defense. So uh, I think the Eagles will be in this game, and, and I, I think they should be able to, to hold the Saints offense down. So uh, in a game like this, if they just keep it close, they haven't been very good at home either, the Eagles. They're winless at home. But uh, typically, this is the type of game where you'd say, if the Eagles keep it close, they might have a, a slight advantage being at home. That hasn't really been the case this year, but uh, that's kind of how I look at this game. Dave, Eagles uh, one-and-a-half-point uh, one favorites right now. The total on the game, 43-and-a-half. So I'm interested to kind of get your feeling on what kind of game it is for audience who might take the over or under. So we're talking about an Eagles team that's rushing the football I mean, as well as maybe they have in, in decades. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, it's three straight weeks of, of basically 200 yards rushing per game. 
it, do you think that will continue against the Saints? And generally, you're talking about the Trevor Simeon on the other side. Are, are you thinking we're, we're in for kind of a low-scoring game here? 43-and-a-half is the total right now. Yeah, that's the kind of feel it, it has for me is a low-scoring game. Uh, the Eagles, we, we've kind of seen their formula in recent weeks. We'll see if it'll work against a better defense here. Um, yeah, I, I think it is going to be a pretty low-scoring game. I, like I said, I don't really think either of these teams are going to be able to put up big points. I mean, the Eagles offense has looked good in recent weeks, but they've kind of done it with these long drives and, and running the football. So to think that they're going to come out and score 35, like, I, I don't know if that's really what's going to happen, especially against a, a really good defense. Uh, and on the other side, I don't know if the Saints have the firepower with, with Trevor Simeon under center to, to put up big points either. So I think it is going to be a low-scoring, close game that could come down to the wire. I really do. I think it's going to be a close one. I'm based in Washington, so I've covered the NFC East as well. And uh, we we do our power rankings today. And I just have a hard time putting Dallas up high just because I'm probably a little bit biased, so I have blinders on. But I'm just curious your thoughts on the NFC East and, um, you know, do you believe in Dallas? Could you see maybe the Eagles or even Washington after they upset the Bucks, making a late playoff push? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Dallas is going to win the division pretty clearly. They're, they have a nice head start there. And, and look, they're the best team in the division. Um, they lost that game to Denver a couple weeks ago. It was just, you know, if you watch that game, it was one, you know, everything went well for Denver. Everything went poorly for Dallas. I, I still think they're the best team in the NFC East. After that, I mean, there there's some opportunity here in the NFC for a team like the Eagles or Washington to make a run just because, you know, that last playoff spot right now, I, I believe is Carolina. So um, it's, it's there. I mean, you can get into the playoffs if you go on a run. Uh, if I'm looking at the Eagles, you know, the, the win against Carolina could help. The loss against the 49ers is looming pretty big right now. That was a game that was very winnable for them, uh, a game that I'd go as far as to say they should have won. Uh, and that's why this game against the Saints for the Eagles is, is such a big deal, uh, major playoff implications. Yeah, I don't know what Washington is right now. Um, <laughs> they're a hard team. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, I was on, on with some radio guys in Washington a couple of weeks ago and the sky was falling and now you're asking me about the playoffs for them. Um, it's, yeah, they're a tough team to figure out, but uh, in the NFC right now, it is kind of wide open. So um, it, it's fun to have hope. And, you know, it's, it's fun in Philly right now to, to think about the playoffs and it's there. It really is. And um, I, I know, especially for the Eagles, when you look at the competition they're going to face down the stretch, all winnable games, really all winnable games against, you know, a lot of quarterbacks that aren't very good. And that kind of seems to be the teams that they can be right now. And it's on their schedule. So um, will they make the playoffs? I don't know, but they, they certainly have an opportunity to make it close and, and to give fans and Philly something to watch the rest of the way. I'm curious, Dave, um, we were, talking, we we're talking about this NFC playoff muck, right? Washington's in it. The Giants are in it. The Bears, basically anyone between five and three wins, three and five wins. They're all in this mix because Roger Goodell created the seventh playoff spot. I'm curious if you think there are one or two spots open, though. Yesterday, we were debating uh, you know, the value on teams to make or miss the playoffs in the NFC. And the Saints were kind of the, the one we were, we were looking at. They're the only team right now, Dave, that has um, a, a minus value, right? They're minus 150, yes, to make it. Everyone else is plus money. 
Do you view the Saints as a lock? They have five wins, only four losses. Obviously, this game against the Eagles is a very big one. It will have playoff implications because if the Saints are in, then there's only one spot up for grabs for these other nine teams. If there's not, well, we just we doubled the opportunity for teams like the Eagles and the Seahawks and the Panthers and Washington. Do you think the Saints are a lock to make the playoffs here in this wild card mix? No. No, I don't. And it's it's mostly because of their quarterback position. I don't have a ton of faith in Simeon. So um, I, I do like their defense. I think their defense is very good. And because of it, I, you know, I, I think they probably will make the playoffs, but I don't think they're a lock. Uh, especially, I mean, that's, we just talked about the Eagles Saints game. The Eagles win this game. All of a sudden, this whole NFC picture kind of gets flipped on its head. And yeah, I, I look, I don't, do you guys believe in Trevor Simeon? I, I have a hard time doing that. Um, I know that they have good players there and they have a good coaching staff and there's some stability, but no, I, I don't think they're a lock at all. Yeah, no way. No, I don't. I, I think there's two spots up for grabs. So, you know, if with that in mind, if you had to guess right now, where would you lean? Like, we, we, you know, we know the teams, right? You, you mentioned the Niners, the Eagles lost that game. There are the Saints, there are the Eagles, the Seahawks got Russell Wilson back. If you had to try to guess this out, and obviously I know you don't have the schedules in front of you, but just kind of a gut feeling based on what you've seen of these teams, some of the schedules you do know, who, who do you think's getting there? I mean, Minnesota's also in this mix. Uh, of those teams we've talked through here, who would you say has the best chance for you, Dave, uh, to, to make those playoff spots? Yeah, I'll, I'll start with I do think the Saints are going to get in. I don't think they're a lock, like I said, but they have a little bit of a head start, and I think that defense is good enough to, to squeak out some close games. So. I'll put them in. And then, it, yeah, it does get tough. There's a bunch of teams in the mix. Um, but the next spot, I'd probably lean either to the 49ers or actually Minnesota. Um, I just I, – I like the 49ers, and I think that they're going to figure it out a little bit more here. Again, I don't have a ton of confidence in the quarterback position there. But overall, I think they have a pretty good team. And maybe I'm a little biased because I've watched them play. Uh, and it, honestly, they weren't even very good in that game. But uh, if I had to pick another team, I'd probably go with the 49ers. But it's so wide open right now. Uh, I don't know if I'm a fan of the extra playoff spot, but it's at least going to make things kind of fun down the stretch here. Yeah, speaking of things being wide open, it seems like no quarterback wants to win the NFL MVP. Uh, you take a step forward, everyone takes a step back. Um, you know, you've got Josh, Josh Allen at the top there. Tom Brady's in the mix. Uh, Matthew Stafford for a while. People were talking about him maybe winning it. Now everyone hates Aaron Rodgers because he won't get vaccinated. Lamar and his team lose last week. It's crazy. What has been your assessment of these quarterbacks in this MVP race? Yeah, it was funny. For a while, I didn't even think a quarterback was going to win the award. I, I thought I was going to go to Derrick Henry. Um, and it might have if he stayed healthy. Um, yeah, it's it's been a weird season. And for a while, Aaron Rodgers looked like, you know, if it's not going to be Derrick Henry, Aaron Rodgers is going to run away with this. And then, uh, yeah, that's been kind of a mess. It's It's been a weird quarterback year, I think. And if Tom Brady is still there and they're still a good team. The, the weird thing with Tom Brady, though, is like I don't think – anyone wants to give him the MVP award. I, I think everyone's kind of looking for ways to give it to other guys. But if you're looking at the end of the season and his numbers stack up and they're going to be in the playoffs, obviously, it, maybe it just goes to him this year. 
I don't know. It's a tricky thing. You're right. It's been a very um, up and down season for any MVP candidate. Like I said, though, I, I really thought we we're going to have a running back MVP this year because I don't know if you can argue there's a player more important to their team than Derrick Henry, but uh, unfortunately he got hurt and now we won't get to see it. Yeah. I mean, you could look at Ryan Tannehill or maybe even Patrick Mahomes. We still, there's still time left in the season for Mahomes to be Mahomes again. I guess. And there will be some recency bias. I think that's just natural. So if he goes, and there's still a lot of time left in this season. So if he goes on a, if he becomes Patrick Mahomes again, and the last what eight games of the season, or whatever there's left, he yeah he can he can do that. Um, I wonder though how much of a you know a thought that he's going to have to kind of get over of him not being himself anymore. I wonder if that's going to stick in people's minds. And I'll throw no 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 on Tannehill. I just don't see that. Uh, yeah, but Mahomes <laughs> is interesting. If he really, I mean, he can go on a he can go on a crazy run here and and remind people how good he is. I guess that's in play. I I don't think that's likely, though. I, he has a lot to overcome. He didn't play very well for quite a while here this season. Yeah. Well, you're right. He was he was 80 to one on Fanduel Day before last week. Then he jumped to 17 to one because he torched the Raiders. So he has those highs that almost no one else in the league could have. Dave, uh, curious, you know, for our listeners who, who might be willing to jump on the Eagles or thinking about jumping on them as they start getting hot here, what's your thought on Nick Sirianni, the head coach, as he's evolved? Because I got to tell you, you know, in Philadelphia, we've had a lot of fun with the, the Nick Sirianni press conferences. And you've written about them. I know that. And and here on BetQL Daily, we've also had some fun with Sirianni and some of this stuff with the flowers and the roots. But I got to give the guy credit. I mean, the last three weeks, he's he's figured something out because his offense is the number one offense in pro football the last three weeks. Um, what's your thought on how Sirianni has evolved? And do you think this new identity the Eagles have assumed with his offense is going to stick here? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, well, I think there's two facets to Nick Sirianni. There's the offensive coach, and then there's the head coach, right? So from the head coach perspective, I give him a ton of credit because he got dragged here in this city for, for some of the comments, uh, especially the, the Roots comment. But, you know, with stuff like that, all that really matters is if the team buys in or not. And uh, by all accounts, by everyone I've talked to, the team really likes the guy. You know, they're, they're playing hard for him. And they had a stretch there where they were facing some really tough teams and they were losing uh, some blowout games. And it, some teams would have packed it in. You know, some teams would have kind of went the other way. There was talk in this town about whether or not he was going to be a one-and-done coach. I mean, that's how 
bad things were. But you give them credit. The, the team always played hard. They didn't quit. And now, all of a sudden, we're talking about them in the playoff mix. So uh, he deserves credit as the head coach. And then you're right. As, as the offensive, the fact offensive coordinator and, and play caller, he's done a really nice job uh, being willing to change and then committing to it. Is this heavy run style, you know, can it stick long term? I, I don't know if it can stick to the level we've seen it. Um, eventually, defenses are, are really going to do everything in their power to take it away. And that'll be the next level of evolution for Sirianni and for Jalen Hurts uh, when it, it kind of has to fall more back on the passing game. I think they want to strike a balance, you know, and I, I think the one lesson they can take out of it is maybe you don't have to run as much as you did. And you don't have to pass as much as you did earlier in the season, but it looks like the recipe for them is to set up the pass with the run. And that doesn't mean you have to run the ball 75% of the time, but it means you have to commit to it. You have to stick with it. Even if you get down in games, um, I think early in the season he had a, a really bad tendency to completely abandon the run when they got down the touchdown, you know, and you can't do that. You, I, I think that that's the big lesson from this for Sirianni is that you have to, you have to strike a balance. You have to be willing to stick with it, even if it doesn't work for a while. That was Dave Zangaro, NBC Sports Philadelphia on the Roman guest line on the other side. Let's dive into NFL win totals. Updated win totals you could take right now. There is some value there. We'll tell you which teams we like. Coming up next right here on the BeckQL Network.